So I take a couple of days off, and all hell breaks loose in the NFL. We'll break it down on the Doghouse. What's up, everybody? It is your boy, D-Roy, and this is the Doghouse Fantasy Football Podcast. Find me on Twitter and Instagram at RoyDog underscore 13 and still going over on Facebook. Haven't gotten kicked off yet. Dennis and Roy over there. How is everybody doing? It is Wednesday, March 9th. I was hoping to get this podcast out earlier, but, well, you know, glad I didn't because shit hit the fan. Oh man, what is what is going on in the NFL? I don't I have no idea. No idea. Yes, I do. Yeah, I do. Uh geez, where do we start, Aaron? I mean, and uh, here's the thing. We're going over to the AFC East this, today. And nothing happened with the AFC East. So, I have that going for me, which is nice. Uh basically everything that's going on uh, did affect the AFC South and the AFC West, but I want to keep these in order. So, uh, yeah, we're just going to have to go through this shit um, and worry about this shit tomorrow. Uh, yeah, yeah, that's uh, AFC South. <laughs> we're gonna, I'm going to try and pack in uh, AFC South and the AFC West. I might, I might do a second one today. I don't know. No, I'm not going to have any time. Not going to have any time. I got to get up super early. Got an early day. I got to drive up to Green Bay. And speaking of Green Bay, Aaron Rodgers uh, has said that he will be back this season for the Green Bay Packers uh, to reports of a four-year, $200 million contract, which, according to Aaron Rodgers, is false. And uh, so everything that you're seeing out there, I am not believing yet. Um, (laughs) I'm not believing it because he said that... uh, He's offering up salary cap relief to the team, and based on that deal that everybody's doing, I mean, there's no parameters on you know what the payouts are and everything. So, um, don't believe it. Don't believe it until we get uh, officially what's going on. Now, the Packers did franchise tag Devonte Adams, so there is some kind of salary cap relief thing going on with Aaron Rodgers' contract to allow. Uh, moves for the team. So we'll see what happens. Uh, take it slow. You know, that's kind of what we, we do here. We don't, uh, we don't rush into anything, uh, any of the big news. You know, we kind of want to take a look and see what's going on, what's the truth and what's not. Um, it's a busy time of the year. A lot of people, you know, it's the off season, but it's still the busy time of the year. All year round, I guess I should say. And a lot of people want to jump on stories and get out ahead. And they end up just, uh, you know, giving out information that's not true. So take everything with a grain of salt. Whatever you see on, 
you know, uh, on the internet, on Twitter, Facebook, all that type of stuff. Do your own research. It's a good, uh, it's a good thing uh, to uh, utilize in your own life too. Do your own goddamn research. Don't rely on anybody else. Uh, what else do we got going on? Oh, uh, Russell Wilson getting traded to the Denver Broncos, and the, the Denver Broncos sending Drew Locke a couple of draft picks. I believe it was a couple of firsts, a couple of uh, thirds, thirds or seconds, something like that. Any which way, they're getting picks, which uh, I'm glad I didn't put any of the draft picks up because I can't find them right now. Uh, I have not yet found a site that has everybody's draft picks, so I'm thinking that's probably not going to be out until free agency hits. Uh, might not be out till April. So, but as soon, I, trust me, I'm looking every day, looking to see if I can find something that's actually got the right picks and whatnots, but. It's probably not going to come out. I think I mentioned this on the last one. It's probably not going to come out until they're ready to do the com- uh, compensatory picks for the teams. Um, and that basically is all based off of free agency. So we're kind of hold- in a holding pattern there. Uh, but you, I have been updating the depth charts every day. So we are current. And when you get the updated ones this upcoming weekend, uh should be should be pretty satisfied. Everything should be correct on there. I'm going to go through a couple of things for like the uh, future reserve guys that are still in the shaded and the silver. Some of those should be back into the black. The black printing. Uh, nothing too major, but uh, just kind of putting it out there. I have been going through the draft guide. Um, I'm trying to figure out exactly how I want to enter stats in there. One of the things to do is to actually take the stats from uh, Pro Football Reference, who does uh, their own stuff with the college ranks as well, um, and ESPN, and basically put them into another spreadsheet, take them, get them so they're all nice, you can read them, uh, and then basically taking that box and trying to you know, put it into a picture and put it into the big spreadsheet. The problem is it is making the size of the spreadsheet a lot larger. This is the problem that I've been having with the um, regular season spreadsheet that comes out uh, every week. Um, I have gotten that fixed to a certain degree because most of it I can take, I can take most of the memory out uh, with the formulas that are involved in there and leave some of the pictures in there. It's not really that many. Uh, But the problem is when you have like 300-plus players that you're trying to put stats in uh, as well as the stuff that you're writing, it's going to be too big, and I can't take that out. So I'm trying to get it to where um, I can take the stats and I can bring them over and drop them in, make them look nice for you. So they, you know, I don't want it to be messy. I just don't want it to be fucking messy. So I'm trying to fix it and get that settled. Uh, We'll see what happens there. But I may just end up hand entering them. Fuck it. May just do it with each player. Who knows? We'll see what happens there. Um, And then last but certainly not least, the biggest biggest trade that happened was... Oh, I should finish the Russell Wilson thing. So they got... um, Seattle got back 
uh, Drew Locke, Noah Fant at tight end, and, uh, oh, my God, I'm brain farting on him. Deta- they traded a D-tackle. Oh, Shelby, Shelby. Oh, my God. How did I brain fart on this? I have a mentored in here, too. Where are you? Shelby Harris. Shelby Harris. They got D-tackle, Shelby Harris. So they got three players back. They got, like, four draft picks. Um, it's okay. I mean, they, you know, got their cap number down even farther. They're now like 51 million under the cap. Um, that's as far as Seattle goes. Denver's cap. I have been doing that too. I've been updating that everyone. So now, uh, Denver is down to just a shade over 26 million. Uh, after that contract, uh, or absorbing that contract, I guess, of Russell Wilson's. Uh, so we should actually hit a little bit of, oh, you motherfuckers. They just added two more goddamn guys. Uh, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna put them in today. Fuck it. Fuck it. Um, so I will go through some of the, uh, kind of secondary tertiary type guys, uh, that have been signed and or released. Ooh, we got some stuff going on with the Ravens, too. Holy shit, that just popped up. <clears throat> so uh, here's the ones as of today. Well, they put it as of today. I saw these some of these yesterday. Uh, the Detroit Lions have re-signed wide receiver Josh Reynolds to a two-year contract extension. That's a good, good deal for them. Uh, so if they add another wide receiver, they'll be pretty much set in their three wide sets. Um, over there, the Tennessee Titans have re-signed D-tackle Dier Tart. That's a good signing. Uh, wide receiver Nick Westbrook-Akeen, he got re-signed. And uh, quarterback, uh, backup quarterback Logan Woodside. So a couple of little deals in there. Uh, we'll get to them t- on the next podcast. Uh, let's see here. So Colts traded Carson Wentz. We got that. Um, Minnesota Vikings signed D-tackle, free agent D-tackle, T.Y. McGill. That's not a huge deal. Blah. Uh, New York Giants signed offensive tackle Matt Gano to a one-year contract, so they're already starting uh, to do some work on that offensive line. That's not a big deal, though, on that one. Uh, New York Jets re-signed offensive lineman Connor McDermott to a one-year contract. That's a good backup guy. Uh, Arizona Cardinals. Okay, so they re-signed running back Jonathan Ward, which is a big, big deal in just the fact that uh, Chase Edmonds... Let me go here. So Chase Edmonds and uh, James Conner have not been re-signed yet. Um, So Jonathan Ward, that's something to kind of keep an eye on because they are really, really cap-strapped right now. Uh, They also re-signed... Uh, wide receiver Antoine Wesley to a one-year contract. So that's kind of a big deal because you have A.J. Green, unrestricted free agent, and then Christian Kirk, also an unrestricted free agent. So, shit, are they looking at going DeAndre Hopkins, Wesley on the other side, and then Rondell Moore in the slot? Oh, oh dear. Oh, dear Cardinals. Oh, dear Cardinals. Now, how did how were they able to re-sign these two guys? They released linebacker Jordan Hicks today, too. 
uh, freed up some cap space. It was, I think it was like six and a half million. So they released Jordan Hicks. He's out there. Um, as well as Bobby Wagner. So a couple of inside linebackers here. Uh, that moves Zaven Collins, um, the second year guy. Up into the starting spot, still has Joe Walker, who's a uh, unrestricted free agent, as his backup there. So, God, they got a lot of work to do. They got a lot of work to do. They got to restructure some contracts here. Actually, hold on here. I think I fucked that one up. Uh, they got eight point five million. I didn't transfer a number over. Way to go, dumbass. Way to go. It's hard to believe that I got like. Almost a hundred listeners now. For how stupid of a person I am, how stupid this podcast is. But it is what it is. What does that What does that say about you? <laughs> Carolina Panthers signed uh, kicker Zane Gonzalez to a two-year contract extension. So Gonzalez uh, going to continue to kick down in Carolina. Jacksonville Jaguars signed linebacker Tyrell Adams to a contract extension. All right, that's good. Let's back up. Uh, now, here's the Ravens ones. So they released cornerback Tavon Young. I was looking at the AFC North because I didn't really have anything going on, and then all of a sudden this shit hit. So they released Tavon Young. Hmm. Resigned D tackle Aaron Crawford. Okay, so that was the exclusive rights free agent. Uh, extended tenders to center Tristan Cologne, quarterback uh, Tyler Huntley. Okay. All right, so the backup center to Bradley Bozeman. He's getting re-signed. He's getting signed, so maybe Bozeman's going to be on his way out. Um... Tyler Huntley won. Yeah, they were wise not to let him go. Uh, long snapper Nick Moore. Okay, he's good. Safety Geno Stone. Okay, the backup to Chuck Clark at strong safety. Uh, linebacker Christian Welsh. They actually did a lot of shit. Holy fuck. Backup to Josh Bynes inside. Uh, and run- here we go. Running back Tyson Williams. Hmm, interesting. Uh, they also placed... Offensive tackle Alejandro Villanueva, he actually retired. We talked about this, um, not about his retirement, but uh, Jawan James, uh, who <clears throat> was coming off a knee injury, I believe, or it was an Achilles, it was one of the two. Um, I'm just not going to look it up because I'm lazy. Uh, they signed him after Denver had cut him before the season. So... They should still be in good shape over on that right side. As long as Juwan James is ready to go, um, they should be pretty good. So nothing nothing too major there. Uh, let's see. Farther back, he had uh, the Buffalo Bills released uh, linebacker, outside linebacker A.J. Klein. Uh, Dallas Cowboys resigned wide receiver Noah Brown, one-year contract. And they designated tight end Tal- uh, Dalton Schultz as the franchise player, which we thought might happen um and they were smart too because uh the whole thing with blake jarwin so that's good for the cowboys uh denver also released wide receiver Deshaun hamilton that was uh 
kind of an under-the-radar news item with that whole trade thing going on. Uh, let's see here. Uh, we had tight end Mike Zicky for Miami. He got designated with the free uh, franchise tag. And they also tenored uh, contracts to running back uh, Savan Ahmed and defensive back Elijah Campbell. Uh, the Saints re-signed backup offensive lineman Ethan Greenridge to a one-year contract. Mike Williams signed a three-year deal with the L.A. Chargers. Uh, and here's a big surprise. We talked about Tampa Bay. If they were going, we didn't. Th- I didn't think that they were going to actually have to franchise tag uh, Chris Godwin. But there they went. They went and did it. So that's wow. It's got to be. Well, he gets. He's a, he's a double tag now. Should actually see. I'm going to take a look at that one. Chris Godwin contract. Chris Godwin. See what that comes up. Um, <clears throat> see here, ESPN. Do you have a number for me? Oh, yeah. uh, cost the Bucks roughly nineteen point one eight million after paying him fifteen point nine eight million to play under the franchise tag last season. So yeah, it go- definitely goes up now. They can't franchise tag him anymore. So even if he doesn't sign a long term extension. Um, he can go, he can go anywhere he wants after that. So, um, let's see here. Bengals, uh, franchise tag safety, Jesse Bates. That was a good move. Uh, we talked about it. Uh, he played really, really well in the playoffs. I uh, played pretty decent actually all season. So, um, the one thing we didn't want to see, we talked about this one, uh, David Njoku, tight end for the Cleveland Browns, got franchise tagged, which just blows, blows, just kills everything. Uh, Browns also tendered exclusive rights for wide receiver Jamarcus Bradley, offensive guard Michael Dunn, and uh, backup offensive lineman tackle Blake Hance. Um, I think he was a tackle. No, he was a guard. He was playing at guard. That's right. All right. Uh, and then one of my favorite, uh, just, you know, uh, lunch bucket type guys, you know, the, the blue collar type guys, uh, tight end Jack Doyle of the Indianapolis Colts, uh, retired. Uh, so that sucks. That just sucks, but is what it is. Not a big deal there. Um, two more things here. Kansas City Chiefs designated left tackle Orlando Brown Jr. as a franchise player. Uh, not surprising there. And then the New England Patriots released outside linebacker Kyle Van Noy. So that's kind of your updates here. Oh, oh, one more. Uh, New Orleans Saints re-signed tight end Juwan Johnson to a one-year contract. So going to stay away from Adam Troutman. I just don't I don't trust that whole situation down there. I know there's a bunch of people that are still kind of talking about uh, Troutman's, you know, breaking out in year three. Could happen. I'm not going to put a lot of risk in it unless you're talking to me about best ball and he's in round 20, maybe. But until I know what the quarterback situation is going to be like there, um, I just don't find a lot of upside in it. So, and that's, <laughs> there's one of those words. There's one of those uh, fantasy football words. I just draft for upside. 
Mm. Mm, that upside tastes so good, especially when it doesn't fucking burn in a whole shitload of flames and blow my fucking house up. That's basically what upside is. Just hoping it doesn't come down and fucking destroy you at the end, but it is what it is. We got to get through the AFC East. I've talked a little bit too much on this stuff. Holy shit, 20 minutes already? <laughs> oh, sorry for wasting half of your day. Um, so we're going into the AFC East. We're going to start with the Bills. It's going to go Bills, <clears throat> Dolphins, Patriots, and Jets. Let's get in here. Uh, these are updated as of today, Wednesday, uh, March 9th. So uh, the numbers that I kind of throw at you for the salary cap numbers, I have updated every single team uh, for the most part. Um, everything, at least, that we're talking for like the next couple of days. So, uh, so Buffalo Bills offense. We have a new offensive coordinator. It's going to be Ken Dorsey. He's moving up. It's on the same team, so it's going to be the same offense. Uh, it's just whether or not the play, how the play calling is going to be, uh, you would expect it to be roughly the same here. Uh, 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 with Dabble, you know, basically leaving for New York. Um, but you know, Dorsey being the kind of the understudy there. So, uh, expect this team to really kind of keep going with the offense, at least in theory. Um, but, yeah, we'll just have to see uh, kind of what's going on here. See if we like the Buffalo Bills offense for 2022. We're going to like the Bills offense for 2022, just so you know. Um, so, Buffalo Bills, total free agents, 17. Nine on the offensive side, eight on the defensive side. They are currently $217,689 over the cap right now. So, that's why they're... Letting Cole Beasley kind of explore the trade market. I don't think there's going to be a trade market, but that kind of lets you know that they're going to get ready to cut him. Um, it's just a heads up, really. Uh, they got too much stuff, other stuff going on here to really worry about Cole Beasley. Isaiah McKenzie. Oh, we're not getting into wide receivers. We're not getting into wide receivers. We got to start at the offensive line. We got to keep it. Got to keep it copacetic. Got to keep it going the way that we have been going it. So. Offensive line from left to right, left tackle, Deion Dawkins. Uh, right guard, Ike Buttiger, who is an unrestricted free agent center, Mitch Morse. Right guard, Daryl Williams. And right tackle, Spencer Brown. Uh, decent offensive line. Uh, they could actually you know, improve at the uh, left guard spot in Buttiger. Um But, I mean, he plays a pretty... A pretty stable guard, so um, if they decide that they're going to resign him, you know I'm not going to I'm not going to fault him for it. You want to keep your offensive line together as much as humanly possible, and they had proven late in the year, uh, including the playoffs, that they you know can actually run the ball um, as well as you know protect Josh Allen back there. So <clears throat> this offensive line. Uh, perfectly fine. Let's take a look at the backups. Uh, your tackles, your backups at tackles right now uh, only have one listed, and that's Tommy Doyle over at the right tackle position. Uh, slightly below average uh, backup there. Your offensive guard backups, you got John Feliciano, Cody Ford, 
Jacob Capra and Bobby Hart, who is an unrestricted free agent. You can go ahead and just let Bobby Hart go right out the fucking door. Uh, you might as well just use an undrafted free agent or, uh, yeah, an undrafted free agent. Just use him. He's probably 10 times better than Bobby Hart. Bobby Hart should not have a job in the NFL. Uh, at your backup center, Ryan Bates, he's a restricted free agent. So I would expect them to resign him. Um, fit in. Okay. Uh, when having to be used this season. Um, but you know, you're not going to have to really pay a lot to keep them. So you might as well keep a quality backup like that in Bates. At quarterback, of course, you got Josh Allen. Uh, Mitch Trubisky, his backup, is an unrestricted free agent. Now, there has been talks that the New York Giants are looking to possibly snag him up to back up quarterback Daniel Jones. Why is this? Mitch Trubisky has a year in this offense. Brian Dabo, the new head coach over in New York, Must like something in Mitch Trubisky. Mitch Trubisky is a quality backup guy. Whether or not he's a starter, uh, you know, starter worthy guy, that kind of remains to be seen. We've seen, I think, enough in Chicago, but Mitch Trubisky is talented enough to be a starter in the NFL. Is that a top half starter? Maybe not, but he could give you somewhere around the middle you know, middle, like 15 to 20, be a guy that, you know, can't, doesn't kill you, right? Uh, runs the offense, run the ball, efficient. It's just, he's not a franchise guy. So they can bring him in there. If Daniel Jones doesn't get the job done in New York, uh, Mitchell uh, Trubisky can be a nice bridge quarterback uh, for a year or two until they're able to get a, a quarterback that they deem um, truly worthy to be the starter, uh, long-term franchise-type you know, guy. So keep an eye on that one. There's going to be a lot of – I think there's going to be a lot of teams actually after, after Trubisky. I mean, once once now we get past like the whole Jimmy G, maybe Marcus Mariota-type stuff, um, there's not really going to be that much left outside of the draft. So Trubisky's going to have, I think, a few suitors. He's going to have at least five, I think, um, which may drive the price up a little bit too much for uh, the Buffalo Bills to keep him. So the, they're probably going to look for you know, some guy that can actually back up Josh Allen. Of course, if Josh Allen goes down, they're pretty much fucked, but um, it is what it is. At fullback, you got Reggie Gillum, uh, who's also uh, fullback slash tight end. That's kind of, you know, a lot of teams are going with that hybrid in there. Um, pulling that tight end over to the fullback, handle some, uh, handle a couple of carries, but, you know, come out of the backfield and be able to not only block, but uh, catch a, you know, catch a pass or two out of the backfield. So uh, Reggie Gillum, it's been pretty decent the last couple of years. At running back, Devin Singletary is going to be at the top. <clears throat> I think he's proved himself enough to where uh, he's earned the right to be called the starter there, backed up by Zach Moss. And then you have Matt Breida and Taiwan Jones, both unrestricted free agents, and Christian Wade bringing up the rear. Uh, Devin Singletary, I will have some interest, but 
it's all going to be dependent upon where he's actually getting drafted. Uh, would not draft him anywhere higher than probably fifth, sixth round, which is kind of where he was going, you know, two, three seasons ago. So he's kind of earned the right to get back in that spot. Now, if you're, now, if we look on here and you're telling me anywhere from eighth to tenth round, oh, I'll, I'll grab everything. Devin Singletary, he proved enough. Um, but, I mean, as long as the offensive line stays together, we're good. But um, definitely earn the right, uh, especially if he's 8 to 10. Uh, we'll hop on that Devin Singletary train. Okay, now we get into the wide receivers, right? So on one side, uh, we are not going to start on the dig side. We're going to start on the Emmanuel Sanders side, who's an unrestricted free agent. That opens the doors. Uh, of possibilities to one Gabriel Davis, who we have said, uh, go ahead and kind of jump on him if you can get him for cheap, uh, especially with this news of Cole Beasley, you know, seeking trade, you know, being allowed to seek a trade, possible cut option. Um, that just means that Diggs or that Davis is probably going to be the wide receiver two to Stefan Diggs wide receiver one. So if you can get Gabriel Davis for real cheap right now before anybody's really thinking about it, go ahead and do it. Uh, if not, <sighs> I'm not telling you to spend a whole hell of a lot, but, I mean, take a look at the trade options. See what anybody's asking for them. Um, if you're looking at possibly having to give up, like, say, a second or third round uh, dynasty, you know, rookie draft uh, pick for him. I might spend it. I might spend it. Definitely not a first rounder, but second or third, uh, uh, maybe the third. The third, I think I'm definitely doing the second round. There's a lot of nice wide receivers actually in this class, so maybe I'm holding on to the second rounder. Third rounder, I'd probably give it up because we've seen what Davis did, especially in that Kansas City game. Now, I'm not saying that he's a guy that's going to be able to do, you know, five touchdowns, you know, <laughs> every season at least in one game. But uh, Gabriel Davis definitely has the ability to score you a couple um, when it's not going to when it's not a Stephon Diggs week, of course, but. He'd, he would make, Gabriel Davis, if he was a wide receiver two in this offense, he would make for actually a pretty nice wide receiver four um, option there, possible wide receiver three on your team. So explore the possibilities. Um, like I said, if you, if you explore trades, see what they want, you got any questions on it, just, hey, run it by me. You know where to find me. DM me on it. Uh, and then backing both of them up, Tanner Gentry on that side. On the other side, you have Stefan Diggs, uh, backed up by Jake Kumaro, who is an unrestricted free agent, and Marquez Stevenson. He was the rookie this last year. Uh, so Marquez Stevenson is probably going to move up. Stevenson's going to move up. Now, we look in the slot. We talked about Cole Beasley. Pop, maybe he's going to be gone. If he's gone, I think they keep Isaiah McKenzie there uh, for the slot, even though he's an unrestricted free agent, resign. 
Um, and then backing him up, Isaiah Hodgins. So let's say they lose Cole Beasley and Isaiah McKenzie. They're going to need to get Stevenson involved here somewhere. So Stevenson, hmm, keep an eye on him. Keep an eye on him. I like the kid. It's just mm, he gets the opportunity. You get Bees, you get Sanders, Beasley, and McKenzie out of there. They have to use him. Kumarol's not going to be the guy. So they might get Stevenson involved. That's intriguing. I'm going to keep an eye on that one. Uh, and then at tight end, you have Dawson Knox. We all like to- Dawson Knox. Is he a top 12 tight end? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'll say 13. I'll say 13. We'll keep him out of the tight end one discussions uh, until a later date. But I like Dawson Knox. He's always been one of my guys. Uh, backing him up, Tommy Sweeney and Quentin Morris. Don't have to worry about those guys taking a job anytime soon. All right, so now we have the defense for the Buffalo Bills. We got a 4-3. We started defensive end. We got Jerry Hughes, unrestricted free agent. He's getting a little up there in age. Uh, contract was a little bit too big. Uh, his backup, Mario Addison, unrestricted free agent. Oof. 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 That's only going to leave Carlos Basham Jr. on that side if they lose that whole side because he got Brian Cox Jr., the fourth man in there, also an unrestricted free agent. So pay attention to that one. That's going to hurt. That's going to hurt if they lose the DN on that side. I mean, Jerry Hughes isn't, like, terrific, but he's able to hold down a defensive end spot for you. Uh, D-tackle, you got Ed Oliver, backed up by Vernon Butler, who's an unrestricted free agent. Good, let him go. Eli Anku and Brandon Bryant. So a couple of decent backups there. Harrison Phillips at the other D-tackle position, unrestricted free agent, backed up by Star Latulier, uh, who just has never, never worked out. Um, ever since like his rookie year in Carolina, ever since then, just... Not all that good. Just not all that good. Uh, and then by pulling up the rear there, you got Justin Zimmer, restricted free agent. Uh, not threatening for a starting job, I can tell you that. Uh, at the other DN spot, you got Gregory Rousseau. Good. AJ Epinesa, who actually, AJ Epinesa, can be moved to the other side. So they might have it covered and then just need backups over on that. Uh, Effie Obade, uh, he's an unrestricted free agent. And then Mike Love, bringing up the rear. Mike Love, I believe, was an undrafted free agent last year. Um, Obata, uh, Effie Obata, he should be a guy, actually, that should be resigned for, you know, basically nothing. Um, very minimal affecting your, uh, free agent cap space. At linebacker, you got Matt Milano. Uh, it's probably the highest I've seen Matt Milano uh, rated on Pro Football Focus. So um, he's kind of a key cog of their linebacking group. <clears throat> uh, right dead center in the middle linebacker spot, you got Tremaine Edmonds, backed up by Terrell Dodson, Tyler Matekovic, and Joe Giles Harris. I love Joe Giles Harris just because of the name Joe Giles Harris. Uh, Matekovic. Uh, can be used at the other two linebacker spots in there. Um, Tremaine Edwin, Edmonds, I like him. 
I like him. I don't know why he's rated that low. Um, I'll just chalk it up to a bad year. He was actually rated pretty decent, I believe, above average last year. I'd have to go back and take a look at it, but I believe it was above average. Um, so I'll give I'll give him one for a down year. Uh, that kind of goes along with like the whole thing that I talked about with like Patrick Queen, where like he just continues to get rated low, but I don't see his play as being that horrible. It's kind of one of those things. Uh, Andrea Smith at the other uh, outside linebacker uh, spot there, they could probably improve um, there, but we'll have to see if that's a spot that they're going to attack uh, earlier rather than later. Uh, Your strong safety, Jordan Poyer, backed up by DeMar Hamlin and Josh Thomas, so they're good there. Uh, Free safety, Micah Hyde, backed up by Jaquan Johnson, they are set. They're, they are set at the safety position. This, those two safeties make up uh, for any deficiencies in that linebacking core, uh, especially you know when trying to stop the run. All right, so that leaves us with our corners. We'll start at the one outside corner, Levi Wallace, who's an unrestricted free agent. You'd like to see them actually kind of resign him because his backup, Dane Jackson, was a guy that we like to attack. Uh, he was just not very good, not very good at all. Cameron Lewis and Nick McLeod bringing up the back on that side. You have Tredavious White on the other side. Now, that's a question mark because um, he got hurt later in the year. And is he going to be ready for the regular season? That's going to be a question mark. So they may, they may re-sign Levi Wallace and then attack a corner in the draft. Um, they're going to have to, they're going to have to, because you got Olaha Griffin and Tim Harris backing up white there. You move into the slot and you got Teron Johnson who really should stay in the slot. You don't really want him moving outside where Levi is. Um, and you can't bring Siron uh, Neal over to do that either. So they're going to want to resign Wallace. They're going to want to bring in a, a mm, wonder if they'll be able to get a stud rookie that low drafting that low in the draft. That's a good question. That's a good question. We'll have to see. We'll have to see where these guys are going to line up, but yeah, definitely. Uh whew. Defensive end, D-tackle. Defensive end, D-tackle. You probably, well, you're looking at corner first. D-tackle. Defensive end. And then you're just going to have to suck it up with the linebackers, but that would definitely be a need there. So, mm. Mm -mm 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 -mm. that defense is not, I don't think it's going to be nearly as good as what it was this last year. So, Pay attention to that. Pay very close attention to that. All right, let's go down to South Beach. We're looking at Miami Dolphins. New head coach, Mike McDaniel. New offensive coordinator, Frank Smith. And on defense, we'll just go, just mention it, that they did keep their defensive coordinator in Josh Boyer. Uh, We'll have to see if uh, Flores' departure uh, affects his defense whatsoever. 
Um, but yeah, uh, <clears throat> it's kind of the big deal. They kept their special teams coordinator too, and Danny Crossman. At least I believe. Yeah, the last update that I saw, Danny Crossman was still there. So, um, so yeah, just new changes to the offense. Probably not a bad thing, uh, considering that you did not have an offensive-minded uh, coach really in there. So Mike McDaniel should, and you would think, is going to install some version of the Kyle Shanahan offense, which would be the Mike Shanahan offense, which would be a West Coast offense. Um, this is going to be interesting. This is going to be real interesting to see if Tua can run this. I think he can. It's just you're going to really want to have that a good running back in that in that offense. I mean, they do have Miles Gaskin, pass-catching running back, but between the tackles, you want a guy who can do between the tackles and can catch a ball, too. So we'll have to see what happens here. All right, so <clears throat> 21 total offense, uh, twenty-one total free agents, 10 on the offensive side, 11 on the defensive side. They are $49 million under the cap. So they are set... Um, for this free agency period. So I don't think they'll have any problems. Uh, that comes even after they had franchise tag Mike Kaziki. For Mike Kaziki, I think it's like 10, somewhere between 10 and 11 million uh, per year. So now, now there's questions on whether or not he's going to fight that because um, he played more as kind of a slot wide receiver. Uh, than anything, so we'll have to see what happens there. I mean, depends. If they extend him long term, he's not going to fight it. But that franchise tag, I mean, you're looking at ten versus uh, probably like seventeen, eighteen. If they would, if he could get himself designated as a wide receiver, it's a lot of money. It's a lot of money. Offensive line, moving from left to right, you got Liam Eichenberg at left tackle, Austin Jackson at left guard, Michael Dieter at center, Robert Hunt at right guard, and Jesse Davis at right tackle. <clears throat> it's okay. The offensive line is okay. Um, You would still like to see them kind of maybe take a pick or two, see if they can find any you know, better starters here um, to protect Tua. I just, uh, the only thing with Tua, like I said, it's that hip. He takes a bad shot on that hip, and he's fucking done. So build up, just I would continue building up that offensive line, uh, get it a lot stronger. More than likely you would want to. See, he's a left-handed quarterback, so what I want is, for this offense, I'd rather have a better right tackle uh, to protect to his blind side. But we've seen, I don't know, McDaniel's smart. <laughs> the Dolphins didn't take my advice on, you know, utilizing Eichenberg over on the other side. So you put him at left tackle, and I think he's weaker at the left tackle spot than he would be as a right tackle. Davis can't play at left tackle either. So um, I guess you'd be all right with Davis over there. 
I don't know if they can really do anything. I don't know if they can do anything to improve it in the draft. That's kind of what I'm saying. Um, well, they can, but I mean, it's kind of a waste of the f- other picks. Yeah, fuck it, right? New coaching staff, get it done, get it done right. That should that should be the main concern here. All right, so your backup set tackle: Keon Smith, Greg Little, Lamel Coleman. None of them uh, recorded any snaps, so they did not register. Uh, any performance from PFF, your backup offensive guards, Solomon Kinley, Robert Jones, and Adam Pankey. They're fine. Uh, Greg Maintz is an unrestricted free agent, but he is the backup to center Michael Dieter. So, yeah, 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 yeah. Let's build up. Let's do this. Let's build up the offensive tackles. Maybe you can move Davis or Eichenberg in a guard. Just say, okay, we messed up with Austin Jackson. Move on from him. Because uh, Austin Jackson was a tackle that they just converted into a guard. So maybe. Maybe that's the best way to do it. Uh, we got Tua, Tug of Viola. Starter at quarterback, Jacoby Brissett. His backup is an unrestricted free agent. You can resign him for dirt cheap. Uh, Chris Streveler, bring out the back, please. For the love of God, never let Chris Streveler see the goddamn field. He is horrible. Uh, your fullback, John Lovett. John Lovett, not to be confused with former SNL cast castmate John Lovitz. That's a joke. It's a joke. It's a play on. It's a play on a name. If you don't like it, get the fuck out of here. I don't care. I don't care. I don't care. Producer Hank doesn't like it. Fuck you, Hank. Bastard. At running back, you have Miles Gaskin. And backed up by Duke Johnson and Philip Lindsay, both unrestricted free agents. They probably your best bet. <clears throat> if they don't go running back in the draft, it's probably to get just resign Duke Johnson. Didn't do too bad. Um that could be your that can be your West Coast back right there. Uh but they did resign Salvin Ahmed which I like the kid. We'll see what happens there. Uh, Mike McDaniel, though, too. Multiple backs coming from 49ers. It's a possibility. It's a possibility. Malcolm Brown, unrestricted free agent. Jared Dokes. Jared Dokes. Hmm. That's kind of a plow horse guy. That's your plow horse guy. Patrick Laird bringing up the back. Please, for the love of God, don't tell me you like Patrick Laird. I heard enough of that a couple of years ago. Wide receivers, you got Devontae Parker on one side, backed up by Matt Collins, unrestricted free agent. Cody Kaur and Alan Hearns, who at some point needs to retire. Uh, on the other side, Albert Wilson, who is an unrestricted free agent, backed up by Isaiah Ford, River Crawcraft, Devontae Dedman, and Will Fuller, who is an unrestricted free agent. He's as good as gone. And then you got in the slot, Jalen Waddell. Uh, backed up by Preston Williams, who's also a restricted free agent, and Lynn Bowden Jr. So, quite possibly, we could see this, okay? If Albert Wilson is not resigned, you see Jalen Waddle officially move to the outside, play outside uh, in both two-man sets and three-man sets instead of just shifting inside on the three-man. Um, and then that Lynn Bowden right there, is interesting because he could play that slot role. So we'll have to pay attention there. Although I would see the Miami Dolphins quite possibly going after a wide receiver. 
the more the more targets you have for Tua to succeed is probably the better bet. So Miami Dolphins defense three four here. D tackle I you know how I do it D tackle slash D ends. Uh, Christian Wilkins on the one side, backed up by Deshaun Hall. Christian Wilkins is fine. In the middle, you have Raquan Davis, who graded out incredibly poorly. Backed up by John Jenkins, unrestricted free agent. So they need a nose tackle, uh, first and foremost here. Uh, Zach Seiler at the other D-tackle spot, backed up by Adam Butler. Seiler rated out very, very well. So they're set at those D-tackle slash DN spots. Uh, nose tackles where they're going to want to improve. Looking at the outside linebackers, we started at Emmanuel Ogba, <clears throat> who's an unrestricted free agent. Probably better set to just go ahead and resign him. Uh, backed up by Jalen Phillips, Vince Beagle, and Calvin Munson. At your, one of your inside linebacker spots, you got Jerome Baker. Backed up by Duke Riley, who's an unrestricted free agent. Duke Riley seems to move around a lot, too. Um, last I thought, I thought he was still on fucking Cleveland, but it is what it is. Uh, Jerome Baker, solid, not great. They could, they could definitely improve there. Uh, the other inside linebacker spot, you have a Landon Roberts, who's an unrestricted free agent backed up by Sam Ogavolin, restricted free agent. That's, he's probably going to end up being your starter at the other inside linebacker if they don't draft one. Uh, and then bringing up the rear, Darius, Darius Hodge. So that inside linebacker spot is very curious to me. Ogba, I think, gets re-signed. It just depends on the market out there. And with a couple other linebackers getting thrown into the mix, you know, with Hicks and... Uh, oh, Hicks and Wagner getting thrown out into the grouping, uh, that could bring down the price of Ogba. Uh, the out, other uh, outside linebacker spot, got Andrew Van Ginkle. He's fine. Backed up by Brennan Scar- Scarlett, who's an unrestricted free agent, and Kylan Johnson bringing up the rear there. They're fine. They're fine. It's not a, it's not a, a like, terrific linebacking core, but it is one that plays actually pretty well together. So... Have to see what happens here. Ogbai, like I said, I do think he gets re-signed. And then you might have Ogavolin, uh playing that inside linebacker spot. At strong safety, you have Brandon Jones backed up by Eric Rowe. They could use an improvement there. Uh, at free safety, they should be fine with Javon Holland there. Backed up by Clayton <laughs> Fahedellum. Fe- I think it's Fahedellum, if I'm not mistaken. Um, I know I'm saying it wrong, but I do believe it's Fehe, not Feje. It's Fehe Dalem. Uh, Sheldrick Redwine and Elijah Campbell there. Now they did resign Elijah Campbell, so uh, they should be pretty set at the free safety spot. I think they could be fine at that strong safety spot, but they may improve on that in the draft. Um, but probably. Probably looking at like third round or later. Uh, the <clears throat> corner spots, you got Byron Jones on one side, Javarius Davis. Now, there's been talks that Byron Jones might get cut. Um, I haven't seen anything confirmed on that yet, though. So we'll just pass it, pass off of it for right now and just not be surprised later. 
uh, Quincy Wilson and D'Angelo Ross bringing up the rear there. On the other side, of course, Xavier Howard, backed up by Nick Needham, who's a restricted free agent, also plays a slot corner there. Noah Igbianage, uh he is going into his third year? No. They drafted him last year, so he should be a second-year guy. He might get moved into that slot role. Uh, Backed up by Trill Williams, restricted free agent, and Jamal Perry. Now, in the slot, you have Jason McCourty and Justin Coleman, both unrestricted free agents. So, um, Igbinogini, Igbinogini, Noah, Igbinogini. They could definitely move him into the slot. I think, if I remember correctly, before the beginning of last season, I actually had him slotted in the slot because that was the talk that they were going to have let the rookie uh, grow in there while they had Byron Jones and Xavier Howard. So we'll wait and see what happens there. Um, I don't know if they would move like if they would end up cutting Byron Jones. I don't. I still don't think they would move him outside. All righty, the New England Patriots, 19 total free agents, 11 on the offensive side, 8 on the defensive side. They are $11.5 million under the salary cap. We start along the offensive line. They've got some issues here. Uh, Not in the play. They're fine there. But when you go through it, you have Isaiah Wynn at left tackle, Ted Karras, unrestricted free agent at left guard. David Andrews at center, Shaq Mason at right guard, and Trent Brown, unrestricted free agent at right tackle. So do they have faith in the backups to be able to let these two guys go? And I don't think the answer is yes. I don't. Could they draft it? Sure, because they've already got their quarterbacks. But... um. It's intriguing. We'll have to see what happens here uh, the next week and see if they do allow them to hit the free agent market because they could actually get a decent deal somewhere else. So we'll have to see how much the New England Patriots actually want to keep their offensive line together. Uh, Backups at offensive tackles, you have Yanni Kahusti. Or no, that's Kajusti. My bad. And then Justin Heron, your backup offensive guards, Michael Enwinu, Dre Dejlarsle. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Why is there, Why are their offensive names so hard? Offensive lineman names. <laughs> Dre Dejlarsle. <laughs> I'm not going to get it right, so fuck it. Let's just move on. Uh, William Sherman, Yasser Durant, and Arlington Hambright. Uh, <laughs> good God. Good God. Good God. Struggled. Made it through. We're good. Let's go on to the quarterbacks. Uh, well, first, though, but, I mean, they'd be, they would be well advised to keep Karras and Brown um, just with how weak they are at the back at the backup positions, so I don't think they go there. If they do go there in the draft, 
They're probably going to replace Chet Brown. That's probably where I would go. But then they're still going to need the backup. So you're going to have to figure something out on that offensive line. Uh, your quarterback, Mac Jones, of course, backed up by Brian Hoyer, who's an unrestricted free agent. Jarrett Stidham is probably as good as gone if they re-sign Brian Hoyer. I think the Stidham, I think the Stidham experiment has ran its course. Fullback Jacob Johnson, who's a restricted free agent, probably resign him because they love him. Uh, and then your running backs, Damian Harris, Ramondre Stevenson, both good, really good. Uh, backed up by James White and Brandon Bolden, both unrestricted free agents. Bolden's probably more of a guy that might stick around. James White is not. Um, I think he's ran his course in New England. Uh, the injury last year, just I think, just finally... That's a, that's the a nail in the coffin as far as New England goes. J.J. Uh, Taylor and Divine Azigbo, who will probably not be on the roster come uh, training camp, so he'll find his way onto another team somewhere. That seems to be his M.O. <clears throat> but uh, your wide receivers here, <clears throat> oh, we never, did, we never did tight ends for Miami. Meh, fuck it. Uh, your wide receivers, though, for New England, Nelson Aguilar on the one side, backed up by Gunnar Oshesky, uh restricted free agent Matthew Slater, unrestricted free agent. So those are two special teams guys that are probably going to get re-signed. Uh, Malcolm Perry and Christian Wilkerson. On the other side, you got Kendrick Bourne, who played very well this last year, uh, backed up by uh, first-round bust Nikhil Harry and Trey, Trey Nixon. And then in the slot, you have Jacoby Myers, who's a restricted free agent. Well, I'll have to see. I would expect them to actually keep him around. Uh, I don't think they're going to let Myers go. He's not going to command anything out on the open market, so should be relatively cheap. Uh, your tight ends here, Hunter Henry, Johnu Smith. Of course, we put Hunter Henry first because he proved that he is going to be the dominant tight end in this offense. Uh, Devin Asiasi, Dalton Keene. And restricted free agent Troy Fumagalli, former Wisconsin tight end, who I didn't even know was still in the league. Um, I thought he had gotten cut, but uh, moving back to Miami real quick, let's just go through the tight ends. You got Mike Kaziki on the franchise tag, Durham, his backup, Durham Smythe, unrestricted free agent, but you know the Dolphins like to keep as many tight ends involved as humanly possible, so Durham Smythe probably resigned. Uh, Adam Shaheen, Sathine Carter, and Hunter Long. Uh, there was a lot of talk after the draft about Hunter Long quite possibly taking over at tight end. Slow it down. Slow it down. <clears throat> All right, so we got the 3-4 defense. <coughs> uh, they do switch it up a lot between the 3-4 and the 4-3. Um, between uh, Steve... Belichick and Gerard Mayo here. But uh, your D tackles here. Lawrence Guy, backed up by Chase Vinovich, who, you know, they rotate him. They rotate him in. Byron Cowart and Ronnie Perkins bringing up the rear. Your nose tackle, Davin Gotchuk, uh, backed up by Christian Barmore, who actually Barmore should end up taking the top spot at some point. Uh Third in this list is not the uh, the comedian Bill Murray, uh, and then you have Daniel. Uke. <laughs> I always want to call him ukulele. It's E K U A L E. 
I always want to say ukulele. It's not Daniel ukulele. It's Daniel Akuli. At the other D tackle position, you got Diedrich Wise Jr., Henry Anderson, and Carl Davis. Um, Vinovich or Anderson, I could see them cutting to kind of gain some more cap room here um, because they're going to need it. They're going to be hurting at the linebacker position here. Uh, outside linebacker Matt Judon is basically the only starter who is not hitting free agency. His backup is, though, in Jamie Collins. He's an unrestricted free agent backed up by Jelani Tava and Josh Uche. So, and neither one of those guys can actually play a, a good linebacker uh, in the NFL. So, uh, Jawan Bentley is an unrestricted free agent at the inside linebacker position. He's backed up by Requan McMillan and Harvey Lange, an unrestricted free agent. Dante Hightower, also uh, unrestricted free agent at the other inside linebacker spot. I've heard rumors that they're ready to let him go, uh, but that remains to be seen. He's been always been kind of a Belichick guy. But uh, behind him, you got Therese Hall, who's an exclusive rights free agent, and Cameron McGone, Mc, McGrone. I'm having hiccups for my coffee. Holy shit. Um backing him up there and then at the other outside linebacker position you got Brandon King who did not play very well at all in fact he played incredibly horrible uh he's an unrestricted free agent and he's backed up by Anthony Jennings so McMillan McGrone Hall and Jennings none of them played this year none of them your only backups here who played were Lange Collins, Tavai, and Uche. That is not good. That is not good at all. So, linebacker, linebacker, linebacker in the draft. Strong safety, you got Kyle Duger, which is fine. Backed up by Adrian Phillips. And then at the free safety position, you got Devin McCourty, an unrestricted free agent. They may let him go, finally. May let him go. He's backed up by Justin Bethel, Cody Davis, and Joshua Bloodsoe. Uh, I could easily see Adrian Phillips moving over to free safety and playing in that spot with Devin McCourty, though, um, considering the fact that they were moving Phillips around uh, a lot in that secondary, playing nickel and, nickel and dime. So that'll be interesting. That is going to be interesting. But your outside corners... You got Jalen Mills on the one side, played okay, uh, backed up by Joe Joan Williams. On the other side, you got J.C. Jackson, who's an unrestricted free agent, did not get franchise tagged whatsoever. That was kind of a little bit of a surprise. Uh, his backups in Miles Bryant and Sean Wade, and then your slot corner in Jonathan Jones. So they can be hurting. I mean, if they do not re-sign J.C. Jackson... It's going to be interesting, interesting, because then they're going to definitely be in the need for a corner, and they're going to want to get them early. So pay attention to that one. Linebackers, linebackers, and corners. That's what they need. That free safety position isn't nearly 
a necessity as we would like to think. I'll have it as a necessity, but it's only going to be third on the list. Like I said, Phillips can move over to that free safety spot, and I think they would be just fine. So, <clears throat> last but certainly not least, you got the New York Jets. 21 total free agents, 15 on the offensive side, 6 on the defensive side. They are $44.7 million under the cap. So, off to a good start in the second year for head coach Robert Sala. Starting along the offensive line, your left tackle, Makai Becton, Elijah Vera Tucker at left guard, Connor McGovern at center, Greg Van Roten at the right guard position, and Morgan Moses, an unrestricted free agent at the right tackle position. But, but, George Fant could easily move into that spot uh, pretty easily. So, decent, solid offensive line. Seemed to play a lot better later in the year. So, they're going to probably want to keep this together. I wouldn't be surprised, though, if they do keep Morgan Moses uh, to keep that offensive line intact. Your backups at tackles. Chuma, Edoga, Grant Hermans, Greg Sanat, who's an exclusive rights free agent, George Fant, Isaiah Williams, Connor McDermott, who is an unrestricted free agent, and Parker Ferguson. So they're deep. They're deep. Not great, but they're deep. Offensive guards, Dan Feeney, who is an unrestricted free agent, Drew Samia, Cameron Clark, Laurent Duvernay Tardif, who's an unrestricted free agent, Alex Lewis, also an unrestricted free agent. So they have the depth right now. They could easily lose a lot of that depth through free agency. So we'll have to see what they do here. Um, I would suspect that at the right price, they're going to try and keep as much of that offensive line uh, depth as humanly possible. It's the Jets. They know that they need to because they're the Jets, and bad things always happen to the Jets, and you want to have your ass covered. But Backing up Connor McGovern at center uh, to finish the offensive lineup is one Ross Pierschbacher. Pierschbacher. It's like the the most German name I think I've seen on on this team. Yep. Yep. It's pretty German. <laughs> oh my god. You got the uh second year man in Zach Wilson leading the quarterback depth chart, uh backed up by Joe Flacco and Mike White, both unrestricted free agents. If Flacco's willing to stay there for you know the right amount of money. You got you got to keep Flacco there. You got to keep Flacco. These two get along uh, really, really well. Flacco's you know kind of taking Wilson under his arm, which is nice. Hopefully, he's trying to teach him how to be a better quarterback. I don't know. Hey, hey, hey! Don't yell at me. Don't yell at me, Ravens fans. All right, I understand. He won a fucking Super Bowl. He won a Super Bowl. <laughs> <laughs> Who's the last Ravens quarterback to win a Super Bowl? Yeah. Yeah. He didn't win it on his own either, did he? Mm-hmm. I can't even bring myself to say his fucking name. That's how bad he is. Uh, fullback. This is another uh, fullback slash tight end. <clears throat> Trayvon Wesco. 
he's okay. He's okay. I mean, what do you want from fullbacks, right? They they're never gonna they're never gonna grade out as like elite elite. I mean, Patrick Ricard didn't even grade out as elite, and we like Patrick Ricard. He's been solid. So. All right, but at the running back position, you have Tevin Coleman. He is an unrestricted free agent. That's going to open the door. If they do not resign him, that opens the door for Michael Carter to get more snaps. We've seen what Michael Carter looks like with those snaps. We liked Michael Carter going into that draft in the right spot. And behind that offensive line, if it stays intact, we will again be on Michael Carter. Backing him up. Ty Johnson, LaMichael P. Ryan, Austin Walter, and Nick Bowden. All right, so wide receivers. I think we're okay, not great, but we start on the one side with Elijah Moore, second-year guy who uh, played damn. He was looking pretty good there for a while until he got hurt, and he was gone for the year. So Elijah Moore definitely taking that spot away from one Denzel Mims. He's going to be gone. I wouldn't be surprised if they just cut him. Straight up cut him. Nobody wants him. Uh, Jeff Smith, an exclusive rights free agent, and Rodney Adams bringing up the rear. On the other side, you have Corey Davis, who was the the semi-big free agent acquisition from the Tennessee Titans. Uh, Played well, though, when he was out there. So Corey Davis, Elijah Moore pairing. I don't hate it. I don't hate it. Keelan Cole behind him, an unrestricted free agent, DJ Montgomery, Tariq Black, and Lawrence Cager. Lawrence Cager, man. What happened? What happened, Lawrence Cager? Loved you. Loved you, and you never did anything. <sighs> How dare you, un- undrafted free agent guy? How dare you? How dare you not become elite? In the slot, you got two unrestricted free agents. You got Jamison Crowder and Braxton Berrios. There can be an argument made to re-sign Crowder as he's a glue guy, uh, but Braxton Berrios is Zach Wilson's guy, man. It's like it's like their best, like the two best friends that anyone could have. Like seriously, he Zach Wilson loved Braxton Berrios. Braxton Berrios was running around like a chicken with his head cut off. It was funny. Loved it. Loved it. Especially in what? Was it week 17 or week 16 right there that we liked him? And he went off. Loved it. Loved every minute of it. Tight end, Tyler Croft. Uh, fresh off his one-year one year contract. He's an unrestricted free agent, which leaves Ryan Griffin, Kenny Yaboya, and Brandon Dillon. Love Kenny Yaboya. Man, you need to get him on the fucking field. I'm telling you, that kid, that kid is special. If he keeps his head on straight, that kid is going to be special. Just watch. Just watch. If I'm wrong, eh, you won't even know it. You won't even know it because you won't even know who Kenny Yoboa is. So, moving on to the defense, a 4-3 unit here at, at the defensive end spot. We have one, Carl Lawson, coming off. Injury, so we'll have to see if he's actually back or not. Uh, Jabari Zaninga, Tanzel Smart, and Bradley Ane backing him up there at D-tackle. Folaronso Fatukasi, unrestricted free agent there. Actually didn't play that terrible. 
He was pretty decent. Backed up by Nate Shepard and Jonathan Marshall. Uh, Quentin Williams, of course, the tank at the other D-tackle spot now. If they do not resign Fatukasi, they could move Sheldon Rankins actually over there as well to the other D-tackle spot. He is currently backing up Williams. Um, and then behind him, you have Kyle Phillips, who's a restricted free agent, probably going to be back there. At your other DN spot, you got John Franklin Myers. Not terrible. Not terrible whatsoever. He was backed up by Tim Ward, who is an exclusive rights free agent. What are we doing here? There we go. <clears throat> oh, here's where they need to help. It's going to be at linebacker. And like literally like all three spots. So you got Hamsa, Nizarelladeen. 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 I like that name. Nizarelladeen. Hamsa. What's your name? It is Hamsa. Hamsa Nizarelladeen. That's a fake name. That's a fucking fake name. That's a fake name that a celebrity gives for a hotel. Nizarelladeen. They'll never know. <laughs> They'll never think about it. They won't be able to pronounce it. Oh, man. He's backed up by Delshawn Phillips. Both. Wow. Move on from them. In the middle, you got C.J. Mosley backed up by Quincy Williams and Hamilcar Rashad, <laughs> Rashad Jr. <clears throat> um, they all suck. They all suck. Not as bad as Nizarilladine or Phillips over there, but they still suck. Uh, Gerard Davis on the other side. He's an unrestricted free agent backed up by Bryce Huff, who also got hurt. Um, and did not see the field. And Blake Cashman, who uh, graded out just as well as uh, Gerard Davis. So it's the it's the it's the regular red, which I believe, if I remember correctly, is the twenty five to thirty rating on PFF. So it is way below average, way below average. I don't think it's dead. I don't think it's death on that one. I think death was the Incredibly dark red. Uh, all right. So strong safety, Marcus May, unrestricted free agent. Would be wise to re-sign him. Kai Nuka, Javante Moffett, and Moffett. Why am I on this accent? Moffett. Giovanni Moffett, Jamie and Sherwood uh, backing up there. LaMarcus Joyner at free safety is also unrestricted. <clears throat> um, he's an unrestricted free agent. Now, they could use Ashton Davis or Will Parks to fill in LaMarcus Joyner, so they don't necessarily have to resign him. I think it might be smart to resign him, but they don't have to. Uh, in the far back of the free safety position, you got Javen White. He's a undrafted free agent last year. Um, at your corner spots, you have Brandon Eccles on one side. Brandon Eccles actually played well up to a point and then just completely fell off the fucking face of the earth. Uh, and became a guy, we started seeing it um, about a third of the way through the season. Like, he opened up all right. And then a third of the way through the season, we started noticing <laughs> that you could pass over him. <clears throat> so Brandon Eccles, they'll probably stick with him, but they definitely need to improve uh, whether or not their backups, in, his backups in Isaiah Dunn, Elijah Riley. Elijah Riley, who's actually been around the league, so uh, Riley could play it. Uh, or Rashad Wild Goose, who, if you uh, are a Badger football fan, he was a rookie last year, 
out of the University of Wisconsin. Um, he's decent. I don't think he'd ever be a starter, though. Um, on the other side, you got Bryce Hall, backed up by Jason Pinnock, Justin Hardy, and Zane Lewis. Bryce Hall uh, wasn't too terrible. He wasn't terrible. He wasn't great. He wasn't great, but he wasn't terrible. So they'll be all right there. Uh, I, th- I Like I said, I do think they stick with Brandon Eccles over there. Um, if not, they may go for another corner in the draft, and they could actually move Michael Carter to the third uh, from slight co- slot corner over to the outside. But uh, be all it it would really depend on the corner that they would draft to get a taller corner, taller speed corner, uh, which there's a couple. Um, you could move him into the echo spot and leave Carter there in the slot. Carter's direct backup, Javelin Goudry, is an exclusive rights-free agent. Um, They can re-sign him for dirt cheap, so I would expect that. But that's it. We made it through the AFC East. And just in the nick of time, because i got to get my ass to bed if I'm going to get up at fucking midnight. Um, But I am going to put out two tomorrow. So expect those ones uh, later on Thursday. We'll try to keep them at an hour. This one ran over a little bit, but we had a lot of stuff that would, you know, kind of go over um, just with news and, you know, the news notes nuggets. You know, what do you want? The NFL is fucking busy. It's going to stay busy all year. As long as baseball isn't in, isn't in play right now, it's all NFL. It's all fucking NFL, so. (sighs) But that's it. We're leaving. We're leaving March 9th. We're going to move on to the 10th, just like Bill Belichick would. Just like good old Bill. But I'm tired. I'm going to bed. Peace out, y'all.